Spotlights is a series of online events and publications focusing on a particular group of victim survivors who are often hidden from services. As part of Safe Life Spotlight on domestic abuse and young people, this week my colleague Deirdre has met with Sarah. Sarah is a survivor of domestic abuse from her ex-husband and now lives as a single mother with her teenage daughter. Sarah has told Deirdre about how the abuse from her ex-husband has affected her relationship with her daughter and her daughter's relationship with young men. We talk about how this has affected her both as a survivor and as a parent. We hope you find this interview as inspiring and enlightening as we did. Please note that all names have been changed to protect identities. Can you just start out by telling me about yourself? Uh, yes, I'm 43. I was married to my daughter's dad um, since 1999. She was born in 2001 and um, we've been divorced for about eight years. Yeah. So I've managed my daughter on my own since then really. Mm. Uh, we've had difficulty regarding contact and some um, just some routine really in our lives. Yeah. Um, I had to give up work a couple of years ago because mm-hmm. things got so bad between me and my daughter. Okay. Um, since then we've been getting the help from services and I think we're turning the corner a little bit now. Yeah. What was the difficulty that you had? Uh, she started becoming very violent towards me, aggressive, mm-hmm. and it reminded of me of my marriage, really. Okay. Was there abuse in your marriage? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was um, controlling a bit, and it would become violent on occasions. Yeah. Uh, my ex-husband, he got sectioned at one point. Um, arrested for pulling a knife on my boss. Wow. So my daughter was seen quite a bit, and she was she's sort of been witness to him being arrested on occasions. Mm-hmm. On one occasion, she called the police on him for smashing my car up. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's been horrible. Yeah, sounds like both of you have been through. Yes, a lot. And that marriage ended eight years ago. Yes. Did the abuse end when the marriage ended? There's been incidents. Yeah. Um, right up until I would say last year. Yep. You know, even at my parents' house, he's tried to kick down the door, the yeah. front door. There's been abuse. There's been threats. Yeah. It's just starting to settle down now. Where we're quite amicable, but that since services have been involved with us. Between amicable between you and your ex-husband, or yes. you you and your daughter. Um, both really, yeah. my ex-husband as well, because we've always had quite a fractious relationship where, you know, we are, we are able to communicate for a very short time, maybe a week or two weeks, and then things slip back. Yeah. But since services have been involved and they've spoke to him, and I think they've explained what I live my daughter through and needs. Yeah. And he seems to have taken that on board. Okay. And um, do you think, what do you think about having experienced domestic abuse and witnessed it how do you think it's impacted her if at all um I feel guilty that I didn't get out of the marriage sooner Mm. it's definitely had an impact on her it's had an impact on our friendships our relationship with me yeah sometimes she even pulls the same faces that he used to pull when he was getting angry and it's just a reminder sometimes you know she's pulled knives on me in the past and 
being really aggressive sometimes she can still be abusive if she's not getting her own way yeah and the name Colin will start yeah how does that make you feel awful yeah and because it stopped you know we've had a quite a peaceful few months because it stopped and on the odd occasion where she does start showing signs of being abusive again yeah I, I don't I'm not coping with it very well yeah it's, it's quite upsetting how do you cope with it I just feel like my head's in a vice. In a what? Just in a vice. Yeah. It, it's awful. Yeah. Um, I start to panic, I think. I think, oh, not again, but they have calmed down quite quickly. It yeah. definitely is getting better, but I think it's the thought of going back there to what it was like maybe six months ago. Between I, you and your daughter. I don't feel yeah. I can go back there into that um, situation. What do you think would happen if you did? If it did go back there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what would happen to me. I think I'd be quite ill. Yeah. So a lot of the issues have been around your daughter being a- abusive yes. towards you. Yes. And how has she been in her other relationships? Um, she's destroyed a lot of her friendships through her behaviours, through yeah. lies, perhaps through, you know, she she's been drunk a few times and end up, ended up in hospital on two occasions. Yeah. Um, and I think some of our nice friends just thought, this isn't what we want to be around. Yeah. So she lost a ni- few of our nice friends, well, most of our nice friends, and now she's struggling to build those nice friendships back up. Yeah. And what about intimate relationships? She had one boy called... He was just... He was a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, and he showed signs of controlling her and she mm. showed signs of being controlled. Mm-hmm. She, he was an absolute world. Mm. And they haven't been involved now for quite some time. Mm. And she's still not getting over him, really. Mm. How did that make you feel, knowing she was in that relationship and what was happening in that relationship? I just had to be um, on a... Well, not on a back all the time, but sort of taking notice and watching what was going on and trying to discourage, trying to talk to her, but she was so obsessed with him. How did she react to you trying to talk to her and help her? Sometimes she wanted my help and sometimes when she wasn't getting her own way, she didn't want to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a horrible time. Yeah, I can imagine. And did you feel like you were able to help her? Only when they broke up and she was sad and I could explain how it feels and how it passes. Yeah. And that she seemed to get comfort from. Yeah. But if they were involved and still ongoing, I'd say, well, that sort of behaviour isn't acceptable or it's not right or... Yeah. She didn't like it or... Yeah. And she she was aware that some of his behaviours weren't right as well. Yeah. And she would apologise to me on his behalf sometimes Mm. and say, I'm sorry about that one. How did that make you feel? Thinking, I just wish I could come out of it. Thinking, yeah. you know, he's not he's not all all that. No. Gosh. She become quite obsessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um has that changed at all? She still talks about about him a little bit and yeah. she said even on Saturday when she went out, um, that her friends kept bringing him up in conversation. Yeah. And saying, look at him, isn't he really nice? And that's not doing us any good at all. Yeah. Our friends keep bringing him up. Yeah. And um, when did the young person service become involved? When did Jamila become involved? 
Um, maybe a year ago now, wouldn't it have been? No, about September. September. There's been that many people. I think before then we had... Um, what's the one? From the early help team. Yes, we had that, that. That's been ongoing for a few years. Yeah. And then Jamila's been involved with us since September. Okay. What led to Jamila becoming involved? Um, I was actually on a training course away and I think Claire rang me. I don't know how it might have got referred. I don't know how the involvement happened. I'm not sure. Yeah. There was just so many people. There's been yeah. so many people involved trying to help. Yeah. And I think what I'd originally asked for was just some... Um, I needed routine and stability in mine and my daughter's life. Yeah. Because it was getting to the point where our grandparents or our dad would ring up or she would ring them. And it was kind of like, can you come and get me now? Or there was no routine in my life, no routine in her life. When Did you just have to drop things to... Yeah, okay. and that's what I wanted, really, was to speak to them and uh, get some routine, but no services were able to do that. Yeah. Without children's services getting involved at this at this level. Yeah. They were the only people that could go out and say, well, this is what needs to be done. And yeah. And how did you feel routine would change things? Um, my daughter would be away when she was seeing her dad. Yep. And I also wanted him, if I was trying to discipline her, my daughter or take a phone off her, she was just ringing up and saying, my mum is taking my phone off me, and then I, we would get into a row. Yeah. So since children's services have been involved, they've spoken to him and said, well, you really need to support her in this, mm. what she's doing. If, if my daughter needs to lose her phone for a night, then you have to really support her in this. Yeah. Um, don't just drive up to pick her up if she's not getting her own way. Yeah. And there was too many lies being told, you know, she could manipulate both sides. Yeah. And she's become very manipulative. How has that made you feel? It was awful, it was frustrating, because I didn't have the relationship with my ex-husband or my ex-in-laws. Yeah. Where you could explain what had gone on and say, well, this is really what's happened, because she would go there and tell a completely different story. Right. I mean, there was an incident just two weeks ago, wasn't there, Jamila, where boy had sent a picture of his private parts to her mm. um, and the response from the nanny was your mum needs to believe you because my daughter said it wasn't a part like <laughs> it wasn't his private parts it was his chest and I know what I've seen <laughs> you know anatomy a bit. yes and yeah. um, the nanny said well your mum just needs to believe you so it's like they're working against Yes. You and... But fortunately by this point, you know, my ex-husband was on board and he actually said, no, um, just leave it. So that sounds really frustrating. You've had this abuse from your yes. ex-husband and you tried to put distance between the two of you, but in order to manage your daughter and raise her and yes. um, minimise the mm -hmm. harm or abuse or manipulation she's yes. causing, there has to be communication, it yes. sounds like. Yeah, I mean, there's been police involved where we've had pins in place against him, but yeah. it's just, he he's, seems to be the most sensible out of all of them. Who? The ex-husband, believe it or not. About her, about, about your daughter Olivia. and yes. about managing behaviour. Yeah, things. managing the behaviour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you think things have changed since Jamila's become involved? Um, Jamila's done a lot of work making aware of the consequences of certain actions, you know, with knife, 
pulling a knife on people, what can actually happen. Yep. Um, how much trouble shouldn't get into, how injury could occur. And now you're doing work with her regarding the relationships, aren't you? Mm. And she really takes notice and some of the things are sinking in. Yeah. With her. Yeah. I mean, certainly since Jamila's done the knife work, there's been no more incidents. Yeah. With with that at all. Yeah. No more threats of, you know, anything. She yeah. hasn't tried to attack me with any anything really. Yeah. What support has been there for you in dealing with all of this? Um, I had medication from the doctor, but I've been offered support um, yeah. from talking therapies and things. Yeah. At the time, when I was meant to go to talking therapies, I had so many people sort of invo- involved in our lives. It was daily. Yeah. And um, I felt very depressed and not in a good place. And Yeah. I needed to sort of do something work-wise. Yep. And I wasn't... I didn't feel like I fit anything else in. Yeah. And then eventually, people have just started to drop off out of our lives now a little bit. Um, and I don't feel I need those talking therapies anymore. Because things have really settled down and I feel in a good headspace. That's good. It's just, you know, if she, if she does start kicking off, I know if it was going to be a regular occurrence, I probably wouldn't be okay. Yeah. What do you feel you can do, safety-wise, if you feel at all threatened um, by her? I didn't feel threatened by her the other week, but I did have a day where she started chucking our phone around where she broke it. Mm. I thought, oh, I'll just go in the bath out of the way. So I just went in the bathroom, yeah. took everything that she could damage technology-wise in the bathroom with me, <laughs> and just sat in there for 20 minutes until yeah. I was in a position to probably deal with her. Yeah. Um, sort of calmly and she'd calm down a little bit and how did you feel after that did you feel like that she, was enough she, she apologised yeah um, but we did have a broken phone which was a shame mm. but it, it calmed down pretty quick yeah and how do you feel about things going forward I feel confident I think if she could do a little bit more work on her friendships and concentrate a little bit more um, I'm trying to help herself because she's not very independent at all. Mm. So there's little things I'd like her to try and fix. Yeah. Put a little bit of work in herself, but she's turned herself right around from what where we were six months ago to where we are now. It's just it's a different world. Yeah, it sounds like it. Completely. Yeah. And there might be other parents listening who've yes. had similar experiences. Maybe they've gone through abuse themselves and then either their child has gone on to demonstrate abusive behaviour or mm-hmm. been abused in their own relationships what advice would you have for them, what message would you want to give to them um, get all the help, don't don't give up yeah, really you, you can't give up um, a lot of things I've had changed my behaviours and reactions yeah. to my daughters um, and learn probably compromise mm-hmm. a lot of things which I probably didn't Yeah, I mean still even now to go out sometimes I just panic and think oh where could this lead but yeah. it, it's learning to trust her as well yeah there's so many things that I would give advice and one is getting the help and advice on how to deal with your child yeah if they're shown sort of abusive or controlling behaviour yeah because I think if you just keep it up and try and manage it yourself it's not going to get any better it'll only get worse mm. but I've definitely had a change yeah 
quite a bit. And how does that feel? Um, I'm used to it now. I don't really notice it as much, but at the time I was thinking, oh, really hard, you know, when you've got people saying, oh, just trust her, just give her an hour. And I can I can see changing. I really, I can see the change in her more than I can see the change in me, even though she'll say I have changed. <laughs> I can see the change in her. You guess it's always harder to see that in yourself. Yes. So it's about trust. Trust, patience, mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Not expecting everything to change overnight because it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's a gradual trust thing, patience. It happens in time. And And what kind of help do you think should be there for young people and their parents? What do you um, think is necessary? What I found has worked with my daughters and me is talking. Mm-hmm. Really, sort of, I think if you try and go into a classroom and dictate and say you've got to behave like this, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Uh, talking and getting us to understand how each other feels. Yeah. It's having an understanding of, well, of what each other's going through as well. Yep. That makes sense. Yes. I mean, a lot of my frustrations was I had no time time out. Mm-hmm. I felt and like when life was very difficult with my daughters, it was 24-7. Yeah. And I didn't feel I was getting the support of my daughter's paternal family at all. Yeah. And that was so frustrating mm. that they could come into our life, pick and choose when they wanted. Yeah. For 10 minutes here and there. Yeah. And bring her back. And she was even worse behaved so yeah so you were left with all of the mm-hmm. weight of actual everyday yeah. parenting responsibilities and discipline yeah. and all of that and what's helped as well is um everybody's been told what's expected of them and what to say in front of my daughter what not to say yeah um sort of support for the parents definitely in knowing how to deal with a child if she's kicking off if she wants to get her own way and Everybody must sing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah. So all the family members involved. Yes. And it's getting that message across, so help involved. Yeah. For people to come in and do that. Yeah. And sit a family down and say, well, you must do this and you must do that. Or yeah. try this and try that. Yeah. And that's been helpful for you? Yes. Great. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for talking to me today. It's mm-hmm. been really useful and I'm sure... other parents will find it really helpful and inspiring Mm -hmm. and I'm sure other practitioners like Jamila will find it really useful as well yes cool okay thank you thank you thank you for listening if you'd like to find out more from Safe Lives Spotlight on young people and domestic abuse please go to our website safelives.org.uk where we will be uploading new content every week, each exploring a different aspect of young people and domestic abuse. If you'd like to participate in the discussion, you can go to our website and sign up for the webinar on March 3rd between 1 and 2pm and also join in the Twitter Q&A conversation on March 15th between 1 and 2pm. Just go to hashtag safeyounglives.